0: Hey, from New Jersey, it's the SNL Nerds, the show where two comics from New Jersey, nerd out about Saturday Night Live. I'm your co-host, Darren Patterson. And I'm your co-host, John Trumbull. John
1: Trumbull, how are you? Kind sir. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I'm I I'm surviving. It's Okay, okay. Yeah, it's, okay. I'm 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 not too enthusiastic about the thing we have to do today, this week. Oh. Yeah, this,
0: uh, hmm. This one left it's, a mark. It, did I, I mean, do you, uh, well, let's, here, like, before we get into it, let's, uh. Yeah, well,
1: let's, let's talk something happy. Let's talk something upbeat. Is it, is there good in the world? Because I there? don't know. I mean, you know, there, I'm sure there's
0: got to be something out there that's good.
1: You right.
0: Know, people, places, things, there's some good stuff. No, Actually, those all you, suck. No, it can't. It does. You know what? No, uh, no, John, don't don't talk like that, John. Don't talk. Okay. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull you out of the mire. All right. Like, yes, please, please like, get me out of this the spiral. Right. Just I'll pull you out of the muck like that kid did, like uh, the horse in uh, the never ending Story, whose name I, I I blank on right now. But I'll I'll pull you out like that.
1: All right. Okay. Okay.
0: So, uh, you know, uh, what you call it? Like during the uh, the summer break. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had no new episodes of SNL.
1: I, I we were... remember that, yes. M- remember that? Mm-hmm. Yes. That was... I remember we had to like generate a lot of content. That was not fun. Yeah,
0: oh boy, that was that was a slog. But like during that summer break, I was like, Hey, maybe I'll catch up maybe I'll I'll watch some new T V shows that are tangential tangentially SNL tangentially. That's the word. Thank you, sir. And yeah. uh yeah. I discovered two shows that I actually enjoy quite a bit, and ooh, you know, yeah. So, have let's have a little uh, Darren's TV corner here, good people. Ooh,
1: Darren's TV corner. Okay, <laughs> we haven't done this in a little while. What what TV have you been watching, Darren?
0: Well, good sir, I've been watching. Uh, well, one show is a show that's been kind of getting some buzz, so more more people know about, and another the show that I think more people need to know about. Uh, so, the one show that most people know about is the show on Hulu called Only
1: Murders in the Building. Mm, with Steve Martin, Martin Short,
0: yes, Selena Gomez, and uh, a few others. Um, you know, Amy Ryan's in it, and uh, oh, Nathan Lane's in it. He's 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 very good in it as well. Yeah, I've seen some clips. Yeah, so I uh, basically, if you haven't, if you don't know what the show is about, the basic premise is these are three strangers who live in this apartment building in the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Who they don't know each other, but through circumstances, their paths cross, and they both. They all, all three of them, find out that they have a real love, and like a you know a real passion for a true crime podcast. Right, you know, like most people in Manhattan and you know New York and the liberal cities do. They just they really love true crime podcasts, like you know a lot. So we they love bond our over murder that podcasts. Sorry, we love our murder podcasts. We love our murder. Yeah. So and so they they bond over that murder
1: podcasts. Do- Yes, <laughs> you should include that last word. What did I say? You just said we love our murders. Oh, murders podcast, right? If yes.
0: any authorities, any authorities are listening, murders podcast. Yes, Yes. You that's know, right. So they 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 bond over that. They become you know friends over that. So basically, what happens is a murder actually happens in their building. Um, but well, that's convenient. Yeah, but it's 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 like some it's a. It's sort of set up to look like a suicide, but they they suspect foul play is in the midst. So, dun, dun, dun. exactly. So they decide to take it upon themselves to try to solve the mystery, to solve the murder, all while making a podcast about it at the same time. Sure, you know as you do. So and so and the name of the podcast, of course, is called "Only Murders in the Building." Nice. Um, yeah, so then as you know, as the show goes on, we kind of learn more about each character because they're strangers to themselves or to each other. They kind of have like some secret that they're not telling the other people, and then that comes out throughout each episode. And well, when you, know, you get
1: down to it, aren't we all strangers to ourselves? Oh wow, dude, mind blown!
0: I know. I was not <laughs> expecting just to get all existential, uh, but yeah, and like you know, as the show goes on, the murder, the uh, as they try to solve the mystery, it gets deeper and more. Uh, kind of more dangerous, and it, it it it
1: gets real. It's gets very. It's a very good show. Um, yeah, I've, I, I've just seen a few clips on the late night shows. I understand it's already been renewed for a second season, right? Yes, it has absolutely.
0: Um, cool. like like when I first heard about this, I was like, all right, Steve Martin, he's great. Martin Short, he's great. Selena Gomez, mm, I don't know, she was great. But... In
1: Three amigos. <laughs> Yeah,
0: she played of uh, Dusty Bottoms, if I'm not mistaken. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean Selena Gomez, she's she's actually good. She actually kinda brings a little drama. Like I think she knows she can't really compete with Steve and Martin like comedically. So she kinda brings her own energy to it. Mm-hmm. Like a different energy. And it, it works. I think she's she's actually pretty good in this. So, you know, I, I you know, tip of the hat to you, Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, Only Murders in a Building. Highly recommend you check it out. It's like a comedy, but it also has some drama elements and it gets serious. And it's a genuine mystery. Like, um, it's a genuine whodunit, as you Well,
1: are. I do like the mysteries. So, yeah, I, sh- I should check that out. I have not watched that as of yet. Right. And uh, it's also good because, like, they
0: also kind of, you know, make fun of podcast culture and, you know, what us things are, us podcasters do. So, a lot of stuff oh, like that. Yeah, there. I don't care for that. <laughs> I I don't need to know that 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 side of the story, but uh, yeah, I I really dig it. Uh, only murders in the building, and uh, the other show that I like quite a bit that I I really think more people should be checking out is a, a sitcom called The Other Two, and it's a it's a show that started on Comedy Central in 2019, and I remember seeing ads for it, but I never checked it out because
1: right, I remember this. It's about like they're tangentially related to more famous people.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, they're directly related to more famous people. So basically it focuses on a brother and a sister who are from Ohio and they're living in New York and they're trying to, you know, like everybody else in New York, they're trying to make their dreams happen. Um, the brother who is, who's gay, he's trying to be an actor. He's trying to make it in the industry and the business. And the sister is just trying to sort of, you know, get a fo- some type of footing in the industry. Like she doesn't quite know what she wants to do just yet with her life. You know, she likes to dance and act, but, you know, she's kind of, she's kind of, you know, lost and kind of looking for direction, but she knows she definitely wants to be in the industry. Uh, so they're both in like their late 20s, getting into their 30s. So it's like that age where they think it might not happen and like they're both struggling and hustling and really trying to make something happen. And they're also have to deal with the fact that their little brother, whose name is Chase, put out this video on um, like a music video on uh, like TikTok and it took off and he literally became famous overnight.
1: Oh, that's not good. Yeah.
0: So it's like their little teenage brother, like a very Justin Bieber-esque type. He has a type of look he has. And he literally just put out uh, a TikTok video as a joke. And like within weeks, he's on Kathy Lee and Hoda talking about the song and and like he he gets management immediately his manager is uh the great ken marino oh i love ken marino he's yeah he he's pl- awesome he's fantastic he plays this manager whose name is streeter and he kind of he it, the manager character kind of reminds me of the ron donald character from party down which is another fantastic show yes. and, um, well, yeah and yeah yeah and like the and the whole show is really good it basically it it talks a lot about, you know, the industry and how insane it is and all these hoops you got to jump through in order to, you know, appease people on social media and uh, social media influencers and how Twitter and Instagram play a big part in what you do with your career. And, you know, you have to attend all these parties just so some 12 year old with an Instagram following will follow you and take your career to the next level. Like this, it's just It's a lot of like really smart slide jokes about the industry and how kind of insane and dumb it all is um the show was created by two former writers on snl chris kelly and uh sarah schneider and mm-hmm. um molly shannon's on the show she plays uh their mom she plays the mom of you know the brother's sister and uh chase who their little brother chase goes by the name chase dreams because
1: you always got chase your dreams man Molly Shannon's playing a lot of moms lately. She was on that, uh, oh, what was the, the White Lotus show? She's a mom on that, too, I think. Yeah, yeah. She's a,
0: she's doing quite a bit. She's, like, on a lot of uh, HBO shows. I feel like she was on that show with Katherine Hahn, uh, Miss Fletcher. I could be wrong about that. But, like, I know she's done, like, a lot of kind of dramatic roles and, like, I mean, she's she's still great at comedy, but she has more sort of, like, indie drama like kind of roles in her background mm-hmm. she was like she was in a uh, promising young woman which is a fantastic movie i really dug that movie quite a bit um she was on the tv show divorce with uh sarah Jessica parker like she's she's taken a like a lot of kind of se- more serious uh roles in her in her lifetime I and mean, she's she's really good in all of them that's cool you yeah, know varying things up yeah so uh but yeah the other two it has some really sharp comedy it's genuinely funny uh, it's on HBO Max now. Like I said, it started off on Comedy Central. And I, I, don't know, I, I don't think Comedy Central did a great job promoting it. I don't know. I don't think they knew how to promote it. Because like, I remember seeing ads for it. And I was like, eh, that doesn't look that very good. But then I just kept hearing on how good it was. And then the show moved to HBO Max. And it got a second season on HBO Max. And so both seasons are on HBO Max. And like, I just checked it out randomly because I heard good things about it. And I was like, wow, this is really funny. This is genuinely funny. Um, I, You know, like I said, had a lot of shots, a lot of clever jokes about the industry and, you know, just struggling trying to make it in New York. And uh, it's, it's really good. Like, uh, like I said, the brother is gay. So you see like a lot of things in gay culture they talk about on the show, like Instagram gays and gay baiting and just like a lot of stuff my uh, cis-heteronormative mind just wouldn't even think about. So it's mm, okay. it's really good. I, I I really enjoyed it, and also it has a lot of heart too because uh, Molly Shannon's the mom. She genuinely cares about all her kids, and she all she wants she wants to see them all succeed. So there are some nice, sweet, tender moments in between all these like really sharp satirical jabs at the industry and fame and all the all the things people had to do to hold on to it. So uh, the other two highly recommend.
1: All right, cool, cool. Well, all right, so that was that was Darren's TV corner, so check those two out, Only Murders in the Building and the other two, uh, but unfortunately we're not here to talk about either one of those. We're here to talk about the latest episode of Saturday Night Live, which, as luck would have it, was hosted by Kim Kardashian West with Halsey as the musical guest. This is uh, season 42, episode 2 from October 9th, 2021. Right,
0: and I think when we first heard about this episode, we were both like, "Already, we we're like,
1: oh, oh no, oh, oh no, and why?" And exactly because why a... have thou forsaken me, oh, Lord? <laughs> what that, have I done to you? That was uh, that was our reaction, and uh, now that I've seen the episode, uh, I think justified. Uh, yeah, look, When
0: I, look, I'll look, i admit I'm not, uh, you know, I'm a middle-aged man. I'm not a Kim Kardashian fan or Stan. I did not watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But then again, no. I don't watch... Yeah, yeah shocker, like, hold on to your hats. I do yeah. not watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But then again, like, I, I don't watch a lot of reality TV. Like, I remember back no. in the day when reality TV, celebrity reality TV, like, became a thing, you know, with the Osbournes and... Simple Life and all that. And even back then, I was like, that looks kind of dumb. I don't want to see that. Yeah,
1: I'm not a big reality TV person. I, like, I watched a bit of the Osbournes back in the day, and, you know, that was fun. But, you know, the whole celebrity culture thing and, you know, I, even shows like The Bachelor, I'm not into. Like, reality TV in general. Just yeah. like Not my thing. And, you yeah. know, hey, if you enjoy it, that's great. Enjoy what you enjoy, but not for me.
0: Yeah, like I might watch a cooking show, I might watch Shark Tank, but that's as far as I really
1: go. I do, I do like the reality show that uh, Amy Poehler is doing with Nick Offerman uh, making it. That's that's a oh. fun show, and it's it's really positive, and they're really encouraging to all their people, and they encourage all the contestants to bond with each other. It's it's like a craft show too, so it's interesting in that regard. So th- yeah. so that's interesting to check out. Yeah, I mean, that's different. That's them actually building something, and it's headed up by
0: two genuinely funny people. Mm -hmm. So, like, that I can get. I'd be like, all right, they're they're actually funny, we're not actually... But
1: but these shows like The Kardashians, where it's just, you know, watching horrible people being horrible, and you watch the train wreck in action, no, I don't want to see that. Yeah, and it's like, it's not... I mean, we all know at this point, it's not reality TV anymore.
0: It's like reality-based TV. So they're like, it's all stage reality. So you're watching even what you're watching isn't real so where's the right. joy in that it's like wrestling at this point
1: yeah and it's just you know and it's just like well basically these are horrible people and i don't want to <laughs> watch horrible people i have no interest in that i i don't want to watch stuff that lifts me up that makes me feel good and these shows like that they just make me depressed for humanity in general so yeah i don't know i mean i guess you can get like some
0: depraved kind of joy at seeing people being getting into fights and shoving matches and flipping tables and whatever. Yeah, I, I but, guess
1: some people find that cathartic or they find it a, a fun goof or I, I don't know. I don't see the appeal, but so anyway, we were not looking forward to this episode because we are not Kim Kardashian West fans. And uh, I mean, we were looking forward to seeing Halsey again because we yeah, enjoyed yeah. her when she was on the show before. Yeah, absolutely. Like my, basically my expectations were like,
0: as long as this is better then the Elon Musk episode, I'll
1: con—I'll say I'll consider it a win. And uh, yeah, I've- I was—I was, I was kind of expecting something about on the level of the Elon Musk episode because it's like, well, you know, this person is not an actor; they have no particular talent or ability that I can see. Uh, so, you know, are—are are they going to be a good host? Yeah, probably not. It, you know, it's like when Paris Hilton hosted back in the day. It's like, well, fucking why? Because of uh, views and clicks, and yeah, people popular. checking in. Popular, like I,
0: so. yeah, I'm sure once they get the ratings, then they'll be like, "This was the most watched
1: episode, most viewed episode of SNL ever." Oh, you know, well, speaking of ratings, apparently the season premiere last week did not do well with uh, Owen Wilson. It was like the lowest rated episode of SNL ever. I understand. I mean, that's a bummer. Just because, yeah. I mean, that episode
0: was it wasn't the best, but it, I'm gonna say it was better than this episode. Well, most things are.
1: Um, wow. It's I wow. Mean, cause, uh, it, w- it was just a so-so episode of SNL overall, but I like Owen Wilson as a host. I wouldn't mind seeing him come back. I, you know, yeah, I fun. dig him. I dig his vibe. Yeah, I dig his groovy tunes, man. So, all right, shall we dive into this? <sighs> I'm going to take that as a yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, let, let's do it. So, starting out, we have our cold open, which is uh, C SPAN Facebook hearings. Uh, one of the big news stories this week was we had the, the Facebook whistleblower, uh, Francis Hogan, uh, on, go on 60 minutes and talk all about how Facebook is bad and it's destroying our society. Because, uh, you know, they just like spread misinformation and hate and, and all this stuff. And yet they allow that. They know it's happening, but they allow it through because. It gets some more clicks and engagement, and so the world's uh, a hellscape, guys. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> um. So we got we got uh, you know the 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 congressional Facebook hearings. We got we got Heidi as the whistleblower. We got Mikey Day running the show. Uh, Heidi goes just says, "Hey, it's nice to be in an office with no skateboards." That's a good line. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, you know and, the joke here. It's basically like none of the senators know how Facebook or social media in general work. Old people don't know technology good. Uh, yeah, so they're asking all these sort of out of touch questions. Like you know, Cecily is Diane Feinstein. She's like, I have two thousand friends on Facebook. Is that a lot? Right. Uh, we have Ted Cruz. We have Ted Cruz on again.
0: Uh, Ad Bryant, of course, playing Ted Cruz. Adie gets uh, an applause break for her Ted Cruz. Yeah, I guess that's like her staple now. Like people just. Yeah, that's her thing now. Um, I think, she, and uh, of course, they have Ted Cruz talking about, "Hey, how can I take stop the spread of mi- misinformation by taking down all these pages like Ted Cruz sucks and uh,
1: mm-hmm. blah blah blah."
0: Yeah, is asking about um,
1: online bullying.
0: Yeah, and we are get we get the the new cast member, uh, James Austin Johnson. I, I always need a minute to remember all those names.
1: Wait, is it James uh, or, or is it Jason? It's James. James Austin James? Johnson.
0: Oh, I was thinking it was Jason. Okay. Sorry, That's I'm still Stone- getting people's names down. No, Stone Cold James Austin. Like, okay. he comes he comes in as um, Lindsey Graham. And, you know, as much as I love Kate McKinnon, this was a better Lindsey Graham.
1: It's a really nice impression. I hope we see more of this. I mean, you, you see this and you're like, oh, well, no, I totally get why you hired this guy. Yeah, like, I,
0: like he's quickly sort of fitting into the cast and, like, you know, really well. Like, I can see, like, I don't, know, I, 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 can, I can definitely see him being like one of the mainstays in the in in the future. Like, he he'll become like one of the bedrocks. I can tell. Like, he might, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, it's, he's, it's he's solid good to
1: have somebody who's that good at impressions in <laughs> in your pocket when you're doing a show like SNL. So he's he's a very valuable asset for to the show. And he and in two weeks he's already shown like why he's gotten hired. Yeah, yeah, very like, good Lindsey I, Graham impression.
0: Right, exactly, and of course we have uh, Chris Red again as Cory Booker. Mm-hmm.
1: And of course, the you know big bug eyes, <laughs> and you know yeah, him and as... he's like I'm dating Rosario Dawson. Does that make sense? And yeah. I, I didn't realize they were still a thing. Is that is that is that couple still going on? I thought they'd broken up or something. Uh, I think it's this. I think they're still going on strong, baby. Isn't I guess it? so. All right, all right, okay. Well, hey, best can't to bre- Cory Booker and Rosario Dawson. Can't break up that book of love. Um, we had Alex Moffat popping up briefly as uh Mark Zuckerberg uh just coming in there to creep us out real fast and then the kicker at the end we got Pete Davidson as Tom from MySpace.
0: yeah, women screaming and losing their minds
1: over uh Pete as Tom from MySpace. The audience was very whoopy this week, which gets yeah. very annoying very quickly. I'm assuming it's because of the Kim Kardashian factor. Uh yeah I I would agree with that. Like but like they were screaming at Pete
0: like he had he was making a celebrity cameo. I'm like yeah. dude he's he's on the show every week. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh my god it's Pete
1: Davidson. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Y- it's, it yeah. was it was quite a bit. Uh but th- this was all right. This was a decent start to the show I thought. Yeah, it was okay. Um you know
0: they kind of hit the same note that oh old out of touch people in Congress don't know Social media, them asking yeah. questions like, is the dark web the same as black Twitter?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, and and this certainly is a basis in truth. There was, a, I forget which uh, senator or congressman said this, but, you know, he referred to the internet as a series of tubes, which is just like, oh, oh you you just don't get it.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's a throwback. I've, I don't I remember yeah, that. I, that I mean, that throwback.
1: goes so far back. I don't remember who it was, but it, it was an old dude. It was probably somebody who was at least in his 60s. It's probably time. definitely it's probably yeah. definitely dead now. Uh, probably,
0: probably. Yeah. yeah um. Um. But yeah, like op- cold open that
1: was that was okay. Nothing too spectacular. Okay. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing to write home about. But uh, a solid start to the show. I'm like, okay, well, this might not be so bad. Um, and then the next, monologue came. <laughs> next, we had Kim Kardashian West coming out for her monologue. She comes out in this this hot pink bodysuit thing. Looks like a highlighter, basically.
0: Yes. I would agree. Um, Just like a bag, like a, like a, like some bubble-licious bubble
1: gum. Some, some big ass highlighter. Uh, (laughs) Oh, damn. And she, she comes out and she's like, hey, I know. I'm surprised to see me here too. Um, I will, I will give Kim Kardashian West this. She seemed willing to do most any joke they came up with for her because she joked about all sorts of things in the monologue I would not have guessed that she would joke about.
0: Uh yeah, I mean there were jokes about uh Caitlyn Jenner, there were yeah. jokes about uh
1: her mom's boyfriend. Like I think she at being one a point gold digger,
0: being a gold think, digger. She, she joked
1: about her sex tape she made uh Robert Kardashian OJ jokes. Yeah, she... I think I mean that was like OJ I, I don't know, part of me was like
0: really OJ jokes in 2021? I don't. Hmm.
1: I mean, I well, guess. I mean I think they were just They were just hitting on every possible thing they could about Kim Kardashian. And, hey, I'll give her credit that uh, she apparently was game for most anything. Yeah. I don't think there was anything that was off limits for her. So I I give her credit for that. Yeah, a lot of them were like just like kind of straight up roast jokes, like Comedy Central celebrity roast jokes. Kind of yeah
0: yeah um uh, yeah like i think at one point she mentioned like you know how they couldn't have three failed politicians in the
1: family which i guess was a mm-hmm. jab at you know J- the jenner and i was like wow. yeah yeah uh like because caitlin jenner ran for governor was it
0: i believe like so yeah. yeah
1: like i mean i just know she didn't even come close
0: who's or... the other politician <sighs> in the family i don't know ah i I could not i am again as i've said i do not watch keeping up with the kardashians yeah i, not, I mean i'm just i do not keep asking up with and them. i
1: obviously don't care enough to google i was just wondering <laughs> you know um no um
0: but yeah like the monologue i thought was all right i mean it's there was something yeah. like, there were some good like roast jokes like i said before in there just like it's like oh yeah, damn she, you
1: know she said you know she talked about like oh i married the best rapper of all time and i was like she married eminem um oh, oh shit <laughs> <laughs> damn son and i i had no idea that she and Kanye had four kids together that is that's nuts I, how were they together long enough to have four kids uh, just
0: just a lot of intimacy i don't know what to tell you my okay. friend
1: wow all right um uh, I did like the line at, towards the end. She said, you know, I, I'm used to having 360 million people following my every move. So 10 million people who watch SNL, that's like a chill, intimate evening for me. Yeah, that was a nice little dig at SNL. I'm yeah, to that. Yeah, that was good. So I was like, okay. Um, I mean, she didn't really deliver any of the jokes well, but I was impressed that she seemed game to tell jokes about most anything. So I was like, okay, this is all right. Maybe this won't be horrible. Maybe this won't be a total train wreck. But then... But then, I mean. Aladdin. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, was this a sketch that where you were like, uh, uh oh. Uh-oh. No, this this wasn't the sketch that. I see why they let off with this. Uh, you know, the first sketch was Jasmine and Aladdin. Another Aladdin parody. Uh, you know, Kim Kardashian West is playing Jasmine, of course. Looks good in the outfit. Um, she, you know, looks like someone you would cast as Jasmine, I guess. Uh, Pete Davidson's playing Aladdin.
0: Yeah, this is like the third time they've done this. Uh,
1: they have, yeah. That that seems like a go-to.
0: Yeah, they had uh, they did it one time where uh, Rod- Rosario Dawson hosted, you know, Cory Booker's girlfriend. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, J- Jason Sudeikis was Aladdin. Then uh, the Adam Driver episode where Adam Driver was Aladdin and Cecily Strong was Jasmine. So now Yeah, that's not like,
1: like, that far back.
0: Um, but, no, it's not. They, they really hey, love I, Aladdin. I
1: understand, you know... Uh, She's probably a tough person to write for, so <laughs> you, you go with what you wor- works. Uh, the joke here is Aladdin. He's concerned that he physically can't handle Jasmine because you know Jasmine. Jasmine got them cakes. Uh, yeah, you know she's she's dated a lot of black dudes. You know, just kind of playing off Kim Kardashian's real life persona. Right, and of course uh, Aladdin's worried about it. Yeah, he's quick- like, if I if I try to go all in, I might not make it all the way in. Yeah, he doesn't have the equipment to uh, make them cheeks clap. Yeah. Uh, We had Cecily pop up as Jasmine's sister. Uh, Courtney. Courtney and and Keenan playing some football player I don't know. I presumably was supposed to recognize him. I don't. Don't follow sports. Don't care. I I think
0: they said his name was Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. So, you know, there you go.
1: (laughs) All right. I'll assume that's a real person. Or maybe not. Again, look- don't care. <laughs> I'm looking it up now. It is. Hey. All right. All right. Yeah. He, he looked like he was made up like a real person. So, all right. I'll, for- I'm going to assume he resembled the real person. Good for you, Ezekiel. Uh, and then we had Bowen pop up as the genie. I was I was expecting them to go with Keenan, but I was pleasantly surprised to see it was Bowen. And, uh, yeah, Aladdin, he wishes, uh, instead of setting the genie free for his third wish, he says, I would like a bigger penis.
0: <laughs> Just the way you delivered it, us. Yeah, the no, way you well, delivered it made me laugh more
1: than the sketch did. Sorry. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, and uh, you know, then uh, Bones like, hey, yeah, that's always the way they always say they'll let me free, but then they go with the bigger penis. So he gives he gives Pete Davidson a bigger penis, and then Pete Davidson looks in and he's like, oh, he, he forgot my balls. He didn't give me any balls.
0: Right. I think I think you all said it's the wrong color too
1: yeah yeah
0: that's right so you know there's that uh hmm yeah this I I, th- I think it was okay i I don't, I don't know I, th- I thought this was kind of weak like it was kind of I don't know it, it kind of meandered a little bit and it's kind of one note and yeah um I mean Kim was delivering the lines but you know like you said she's not a a
1: performer by, yes. or, or very very flat delivery. Um, she, yeah, well, she doesn't give you a whole lot.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that's the thing I noticed uh, with her in a lot of these sketches, uh, except for one sketch where, like, I thought the way she delivers her lines kind of fit. But you know, we'll, yeah. we'll get into that. But like, she she basically is very, very monotone and very kind of one nose. She doesn't really emote. Any, yeah, or there, like, there's not any, a lot of anything. there there. Yeah, or. Yeah, not a lot. She doesn't like really inflect her voice or, or at, at, in any way. She just kind of <laughs> gives you like a blank stare and just like delivers the lines. Yeah, and that's that's all you got. And yeah, and with a sketch like this, you kind of need more
1: than that to, in order to elevate it. In and... comedy sketches, it is good when someone can deliver a line or tell a joke or be funny or be interesting or have any presence whatsoever. I find that those are assets.
0: The Kardashian Hive is gonna come after you, my friend, with all these things you're saying. My block button is ready when they are. <laughs> oh, you 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 hear that? K Hive, come at me! Come at no, go come at me! Come at uh, John Trumbull. No, yeah.
1: come, come at Darren too. Yeah. No,
0: man, it. I don't, I, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want them to come after me, man. I'm
1: That's dare incredible K Hive. <laughs> dare incredible on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, so next we had ladies night song. This is a pre-taped segment with uh, the grown ass women in the club, which is uh, uh, just a bunch of women. They're going out to the club. They're having a ladies night. They're all excited. This is the thing they used to do in their twenties. And yeah, you know, they're, 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 they're kind of past this age wise. So, you know, they're, they're ready to party, but then like Kim Kardashian's character falls asleep on the couch.
0: Right, because, you know, once you reach a certain age, if you try to party, like you did in your 20s, you uh, you're you quickly find out that you cannot do that. Yes. And it was kind of played as like a music video. Uh, we have Ego talking about, oh, I'm, I'm in the club in my, you know, my six-inch heels. I'm stunting mm-hmm. on them. Quickly cut to her putting her feet in buckets of ice because they hurt so much.
1: Right. We got uh, Punky Johnson, who's, she's all excited to be there, and then. Oh, this, why is this song so fast? And it's just too loud. And she's like putting in earplugs.
0: Right. Uh, they, of course they find out there's no place to sit in the clubs. And, mm-hmm. you know, as somebody who's been to concerts, you know, in their thirties, that is something you start to look for as you get older. You're like, I can't, I got to stand through this entire concert. I want I I to wanna have a sit down. Yeah. Or at the very least lean against a wall. I can't, yes. Yeah. I, I can't be on my feet for two hours standing. It's just too much energy. It really um, is. Uh, I mean, I also, I mean, I thought the sketch was all right. It's, it's a good pre-tape. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite parts was uh, Cecily, actually, where she talks about, you know, I've been I'm doing Pilates and, and keeping my body right. But now I'm going to party and eat whatever I want. And it's her eating, quickly cutting to her running to the bathroom because she has to take an enormous dump.
1: Yeah, she is, she is lactose intolerant. So yeah, it's, it's like you can't eat there. Not reacting well. Um, I, yeah. I may also like how like as she's running in, she's like, no, 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 no. Right. Right. She's right. Like, and like Ego's coming in after and she's like, Oh, do you want me to help? And she's like, no, no, I don't need to." Help. Yeah. Like, you know, um, you can't have dairy after a certain time. Right. Right. Um, we, we had, you know, Punky, uh, checking on the traffic on her phone and everybody's ready to leave at like nine Oh one. Um, like, yeah, that, I, I feel that. Yeah. Uh, th- I thought this was okay. This was, it, it's a funny premise it's done well, um, Kim Kardashian West can't sing. I felt like they were carrying her through this. Yeah, no, agreed. Like her rapping was very stiff. Yeah.
0: Like, like I'm Kim. Like noticeable
1: downturn when it gets to her part of the song.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's why like as she's rapping, then they quickly cut to her immediately falling asleep on the couch. Like Yes. That yeah.
1: saved it. They gave her a gag early on so we can, you know, see her do something vaguely funny. and But they be, kind of buried her verse, like, deep in the song. And then they quickly went to the other stuff. Yeah, they carried her through this. Yeah, very much so. It's
0: like, oh, boy. Uh, but, you know, other than that, I thought the sketch was pretty good. We get to see uh, the, one of the new cast members, Aristotle Atari, uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: in there as, like, the barback. And we have Ego saying, "I'll give you five hundred dollars if you give me your shoes.
1: My feet hurt. Please." Yes, yeah, and she's wearing like these these boots, just because yeah. they're more comfortable. Um, uh, uh, this was okay. I, I'm still like feeling like, all right, this this could be an adequate episode of SNL. Nothing to write home about, but uh, I I don't feel horrible about the show at this point. I'm waiting to see when's the moment you. St- you start to feel horrible about the show. Is this is the next sketch? It is this it? Uh, the next sketch is probably the start of it. Uh, the okay. next sketch is is the Dream Guy, which is basically a bachelor parody. Which is uh, cameos galore in this one. Cameos, cameos, and more cameos. More uh, cameos. I mean, you would you would never think the show had a cast to look at this sketch. No, <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh yeah, it's 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 basically like Lauren looking at this cast and is like, oh, this cast can't carry this sketch. I better call in some favors. Yeah, because um, oh no,
1: I no, we 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 can't have like people in the cast playing parts in a sketch. That's that way lies madness. (laughs) Let's let's stack the decks. Let's let's bring in some ringers. Um, so it's. The Bachelor—it's like a typical rose ceremony type of thing at the end of the dating show where they decide who's staying, who's going, and I'm—I'm I'm seeing this big cluster of guys, and I'm seeing some faces I recognize. I'm seeing John Cena. I'm seeing Chris Rock. I'm seeing other faces I do not recognize. Uh, well, I got—I got you there. Um, so yeah. we see,
0: yeah, it's uh basically—it's like the Bachelorette. We see Kim K choosing who to give the rose to, or whatever, or who, right. who goes on to the next level, the next round. Uh, Chris Rock. Is one of the contestants John Cena, uh, Blake right. Griffin,
1: who plays for the Brooklyn Nets, and right, the- I, like him, I sort of recognized. I, I've heard of him. I've seen him enough to like know, like, oh, okay, that's some sports dude. Yeah,
0: right. He, he plays for the Nets, and he's also he also used to date Kendall uh, Jenner. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Uh, Chase Crawford, who was on the original Gossip Girl, and he's on The Boys now on Amazon Prime. Yeah,
1: is- I mean, I was like. I feel like I'm supposed to know this person. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I knew like, him My notes I just have Chase C question mark. And then I wrote <laughs> Gossip Girl question mark. I was like, I guess yeah. that's where I'm supposed to know him from. All right. Right. Like I mean, I knew
0: him from the boys because I, I actually enjoy the boys quite a bit. So that's why I knew him, but then like I remembered somewhere hearing, like, oh yeah, he was on the original Gossip Girl, which I didn't check out. Right. Uh, uh, we, also, we also then joined. we had Tyler C. Who is that? Tyler Cameron, he's a model who was on The Bachelorette. I think okay. he was like one of the, uh, you know, was like one of the main guys on The Bachelorette. He's, so he's like a reality star slash model. So that is why
1: I don't know him. Okay, right. and then Blake Griffin, who we covered, right? Six uh, time, and everybody's like playing themselves in this sketch. By the way, yes. And uh, then we have
0: Jesse Williams, who is an actor on Grey's Anatomy, and okay. uh, we, and then we have Kyle Kyle Mooney, who plays Zeke. Just some guy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, immediately, as soon as I saw this lineup, I was like, all right. So either, I mean, the obvious gag would be either Kim K chooses everybody except Kyle, or she chooses Kyle and only
1: Kyle and not everybody else.
0: But I'm sure that's because that's the obvious
1: gag. That's not the way. They're They're going to come up with some startlingly original twist. And they don't. (laughs) <laughs> I totally you know him. they go with that first option of her picking everybody, but Kyle. Yeah. And of course Cause, it's his Kyle's like, you know, he's not at the same level of attractiveness or appeal as, as those guys, or his character is not, I should say.
0: Yeah. So, but I mean, uh, to it, to the, to the, um, to the sketches credit, they did have a few good lines in there. Like um, Kim K talked to uh, Blake Griffiths and saying, you know, Blake, your behavior at the luau last night was inexcusable, but you're a six-time NBA All-Star, and that intrigues me.
1: Right. I'd like when she got to Chris Rock, she's like, you know, thank you for making me watch your nine HBO specials and your new one on Netflix, and mouthing along with all of the jokes. And Chris Rock just goes, "We can watch Chappelle next time." Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, and then sure. and then we have yet another gratuitous cameo where she, where Kim says, like, "Oh, I connected with." I re- I know this is against the rules, but I connected with one of the producers on the show and then Amy Schumer comes out and she gives Amy Schumer a rose. Right. Um
0: yeah, the fact that this sketch like leans heavy, heavy on the fact that it needs cameos to carry it. I'm 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 not I'm not And feeling... it
1: just it just didn't really add anything. It's just like, hey, here's this person, here's this person that you recognize which it didn't even work for me on that level because like there were at least 3 people on this in the sketch I had no idea who the f they were.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I th- I honestly think like the cameos that they had in here were for the
1: Kim K fans cuz like I think Yeah, well and that, and yeah. that makes sense. I mean cuz if yeah, you're going to cast towards right. people in that world and that fan base. Uh the one thing I really did like uh was when she gets to John Cena. It, it comes down to just John Cena and Kyle and she's she says, like, to John Cena, yeah, I don't love that you have a wife. And John Cena just goes, that's fair. Um, <laughs> that was the funniest moment in the sketch for me. Because John Cena has some real comedic chops. And he's he's very funny. He's very funny in Trainwreck. He's great in, in The Suicide Squad. Uh, you know, check that out if you haven't seen that yet. I really want to see John Cena host. I would have loved to see John Cena host. I think he is genuinely
0: like a funny dude. I mean, he has he a peacemaker. Would, he would make out.
1: a great host. I mean, he's, he can do all sorts of things and he's got actual comedic chops. You know, please have John Cena host.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, it ends with Kim K giving John Cena a rose and telling him, Hey John, I'm really going to need you to figure out that whole wife situation.
1: Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, and,
0: uh, and so then it ends with Kyle being like the last man and him not getting chosen. And then Kyle has like this weird voice he's doing, where it's I guess like um, it's kind of like baby talk he's doing. It's like, oh you fuck, you effed up, Kim. You effed real bad by not choosing me. It's like some weird
1: baby talk he's doing. Yeah, they they say it's like a character that his character does, and and then uh, he walks into a fire pit at the end. Right, exactly. Like
0: his yeah, his uh, what you call it? Since he didn't get picked, he has to he
1: has to walk into. Basically, the flames of hell and just burn yeah, lives. Because in this in this dating show, when they reject people, they put them to death. Which you know, if they did more of that on dating shows, I would watch more dating shows. Damn straight. Yeah, you've hooked um, me in with that. If you, yeah, like you know, the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, put more people to death. That's all I'm saying. People, um, we've
0: said we said time and time again on this podcast: if you want more people to check out reality shows, throw in a sacrifice towards the end have more of them be to the death Exactly, that would would get my interest um have a a fight to the death some light somebody at the you know
1: let light somebody on fire like the Salem witch trial something fun like that uh but I mean honestly these the gratuitous cameo sketches they've become one of my least favorite things on SNL because it's become such a crutch for the show and you know honestly I would say the one good thing about the pandemic was it forced the show to cut down on the stupid stunt casting, and I, and now they're back to it, and I, I fucking hate it.
0: Yeah, I like. I really thought that because we were getting all these writers, all these new cast members. Right. Like we've said, we have a cast of twenty plus people. Like I really thought, oh, so that means they're definitely gonna, since we have all these people, um, you know, stunt casting and cameos aren't going to be as big a thing anymore. And and with this sketch, nope. I was like. We're, ta- we're taking a step back, man. We're taking yeah one step forward, two steps back. What but is this? you know, hey,
1: I guess if you're gonna have Kim Kardashian West host, what the fuck's integrity? Uh, <laughs> God damn, John. Let's let's just you know sell ourselves all the way down the river. God, whoa. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, this just this made me feel bad. This was just not a good sketch outside of John Cena's bit in it. Um, I, I I enjoyed seeing John Cena. I've come to really enjoy him as a performer. Um, I mean, like, do you remember when they used to do like that bachelor party and Amy Poehler had the character who kept popping up? She was like, Hey, I'm here. I'm rocking one leg. I'm hot. You know, like have, have your cast members play like oddball people on a dating show. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, that's I mean, so, I, it's always so much funnier. I know.
0: But like, again, like I said, I think they really kind of tailored this show not only to Kim K and what she can do, but to her fans because they knew they know she has like tons of fans on Instagram and Twitter and, and whatnot. Yeah. So like they know like all her fans are going to come out to see it because it's her. So they're like, all right, well, let's tailor the show to what they would want to see. And I guess they just figured her fans would want to see tons and tons of celebrity cameos and sketches right. like the like the people's court which we'll get into and it's just
1: it's just so dumb and it's just so cynical and i, I just you know it, it's like in in stand-up where it's like you get what they call clapter, which is not the audience laughing but they're clapping because they agree with you yeah you know I it's agree. just such a it's just such a hack move man it yeah. is. It's like because it, it's just you have people like screaming and yelling and applauding because it's it's not because like oh this was really funny it's because hey yay I recognize that person that's I a see. person I know and I, I no. know that person that person I know hooray that's yeah a... <laughs> yay me because I
0: recognize this person Ugh. no no recognizing a person brings me just as much joy as a actually funny well written punchline yeah no I mean so this just sucked <laughs> Ugh. wow.
1: <laughs> okay, next sketch. Next sketch. Uh, the oh. switch. The switch. This is a pre-tape. Uh, Kim talking to 80 Bryant, and they agree to switch places for 24 hours at the magic cloth. They're doing a Freaky Friday type of thing.
0: Yeah, like father like son, or uh, some other uh, body swap thing. Like, was that was that the Dudley Moore, Kirk Cameron one? It what I it's odd that that's the first one that came to my mind. But yes, it is. That is odd. Awesome. That's the first. One. I don't know. <laughs> there was one with Judge Reinhold too. I think oh. Fred Savage was in it. Yeah. Uh, vice versa. Vice
1: versa. Okay. Uh, vice versa. The uh, uh, eighteen again or something like that. There was another one. Eighteen again. That was with George Burns and Charlie Schlatter. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> who who was the made for TV Ferris Bueller? Bueller. Yeah. All these films they came out right around the same time, around like 1988 or so, and like all of them bombed. And then Tom Hanks comes out with Big, which is kind of similar. He doesn't do like a swap with somebody else, but he he plays like a kid who becomes an adult. And then that was the big hit, and that started Tom Hanks's huge career trajectory and made him into the god among men that he is today.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think that one is. It's I think it's because like Tom Hanks is so charming. And like it was a little bit different than the body swap thing. It kind of yeah. Well,
1: I mean, the difference was the movie was actually good. I mean, that that, yeah. Oh yeah, that too. Tom Hanks is good, and it's like well written and well directed by Penny Marshall. And yeah, yeah, it it's good. Um, Got a shout out to New Jersey. Unlike this thing, which was not. This was not.
0: Uh, Yeah. So basically, it's Kim, you know, bemoaning the fact that her life is so hectic. It's eighty, saying, "Oh, your life is so great. I wish I had your life." Yeah, Kim saying, "Oh well, I have this magic clock. We could swap places. So they, right. you know, they wish on the clock. They swap places, and it's eighty as Kim K, and Kim K is eighty. That's um, it. Doesn't really go
1: anywhere. With- no, no. We had, we had we had cameos from the real Kardashians in there. We had a real mom and sister in there. Uh, maybe it was Chloe. Maybe it was Courtney. I don't know." I think it was a Chloe. Um, Okay.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, we see like uh, Kim is not happy being eighty because she has to put on like uh, like specially medicated sunscreen for her skin. Yeah. And I think and I think at one point uh, she's at eighty's apartment and somebody some man walks up to her and says, "Hey, eighty, are you all right?" And Kim's like, "Oh my god, who are you?" And she's like, "I'm your husband." And and uh, Kim's like, "Oh my god, I gotta get out of here." Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I'm not sure if that was actually 80's husband. But if it no was, idea. It was like, oh, poor 80's husband. <laughs> was like, I'm sure he's a fine man. Sure. Um, and of course, I mean, the funniest thing I, I found about the sketch is when 80 uh, finds uh, when Kim finds 80 and saying we have to switch back, but of course, 80 doesn't want to switch back, and she yells at Kim, you know, go back to Arizona, you stupid lizard trash. Which is a line that is only funny if you know that AD Brian is from Arizona. Oh, okay. That's yeah. All right. So
1: maybe it's not that funny. But uh... Uh, th- this, honestly, this was one of the few that I didn't rewatch this morning. So this one's kind of faded in my memory already. So right. Uh, and I didn't yeah. make a real a whole lot of notes about it. So no, I'm the same way. Uh, so that
0: they do the body swap, but and Kim gets back in her body, but AD swapped with Chris uh, Jenner. And then she gets yeah. Kris Jenner taken away by a
1: security, and that's know, this. This is pretty forgettable. And and Kim Kardashian slept with Heidi's husband. Oh yes, because uh, that's what she does, I guess.
0: Yeah, you know she she's Kim K. That's what she does. She she got to bang dudes.
1: Yep. Um, the end. So. Yeah. So uh, yeah, not good. Not good. Um, <laughs> not up, good. Love- and more Kardashians in it. So uh, yeah, I didn't like it. In that regard. Uh, uh, next up, a lotto drawing. Next, we had a lotto drawing. This is, uh, yeah, local Eyewitness News. Keenan and eighty as the anchors. Chris Rito as the sportscaster. Kim Kardashian West as Shonda, the Powerball lady. Right. And just, like, kind of random things come up when she's doing the Powerball drawing. And then it comes right. to Cecily Strong as the the double as Rhonda the double play lady because i guess they couldn't count on Kim kardashian west to deliver all the jokes <laughs> they did. So wow they needed to get a ringer in there and uh yeah it's like you said
0: like they uh, it's instead of numbers like random things pop up on the uh power like the at one point she says the numbers are three four thousand
1: blank and milwaukee bucks yeah back to you jim and they're like, I think one of those balls is left over from the last draft, and yeah, and then the things get more and more absurd. Like meatballs come up, uh, yeah, it's somebody's meatball sub got in there. Yeah, I think at one
0: point it's like, and the numbers are uh, car keys, wallet, and condoms. Right, and um, like, you bring condoms to work because they're they're Kenan's character, right. And she, he just said, Oh, I just thought there were lollipops with the sticks broken off. Yeah. Which
1: mm, mm. And then the, we have a like a, a repairman who comes in to fix the tubes and then but he apparently is killed by whatever the malfunction is, and you know, now now it's like a, a ring, a finger, blood.
0: Yeah, they never explained that. Like why like they never I mean, I just assumed it was from the repairman because he had a mustache. Yeah. Yes. And it, I just assume, but they never explain. Like, oh my God, the repairman got eaten by the machine or the tubes. They never say yeah. that, but I just kind of assume it. And um, yeah, and then it ends with them apologizing for the mistakes with the lottery uh, drawing and them apologizing to Ego Wodim as Diana Ross sitting right next to them, saying, "We're sorry to our guest Diana Ross for, you know, having to postpone." Yeah, our
1: very, very random, out
0: of nowhere ending. Yeah, like, I I feel like the sketch, like, it could have been, it was close to being something pretty good just because it's so odd, but it, it didn't quite get there. Like, I thought out of all the sketches on the show, this one was, this one was best tailored towards Kim's kind of acting skill set. Because like we said, she's very... Her her delivery is very kind of you know, one note and very monotone. It is about
1: and, the level of somebody who reads the lotto numbers on yeah. the local news. Yeah, I know. And in this role, she she killed it.
0: I thought she was good. This was like the best uh this was the best acting she did in all the sketches because she was playing she just kind of played herself. And
1: uh but I, yeah, I, I, mean, I thought this was pretty dire. I was just like, if they're putting this on, what the fuck were they axing this week? Um, yeah. I mean this. this was,
0: yeah, yeah. It was kind of. It was very odd and very random, like the way they had uh, Chris Red's character as the you know the sports guy coming in and saying, "Hey, I have all the scores, you know, except for football and baseball." Like, like he, he was like interjecting like throughout the yeah sketch, and that that kind of didn't pick up the momentum it, it needed well, to.
1: SL has gotten into this habit lately of like, you know, like let's put this character in not because there's a need for them in the sketch, but because we need to give this cast member something to do. And I don't think that's the best reason to put somebody into a sketch. Yeah. I'd I'd rather see like a sketch use a limited number of people really well than rather than just like mediocrely use a bunch of people, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I feel like, I feel like
0: there was something in this sketch. Like it could have been, it could have been something. I think it was okay, but it was like kind of all over the place and like kind of, I don't know, yeah. it's kind of very sporadically weird and a lot of nonsense. Yeah, this was just kind of weird for the sake of being weird, and it just it, it didn't work
1: for me at all.
0: Yeah, but I will say Kim was good in this because she plays like a one note, monotone character, and she I thought she uh, hit it at the
1: ballpark. Okay. Um, next, we had our musical guest, Halsey, uh, who's been on the show as a musical guest and then came back and hosted and uh, was a musical guest as well. And, and she was great both times. Uh, this time, yes. she, her first number was called I'm Not a Woman, I'm a God. Uh, this was like this techno type song. Very yeah, impressive had, set.
0: Yeah. It had like little like this like bouncing ball in the background. She came out in mm-hmm. this leather suit looking like uh, Hela from Thor Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there was a bit of a hella vibe. Um, yeah, I, I mean the the song it wasn't really my thing, but it was a really great performance. I mean, I yeah. it was not my personal thing, but I totally see the appeal. Yeah, I think I heard that like Trent Reznor produced a lot of the songs on a new album,
0: and this. Oh, okay. I believe I don't know if he produced the entire album or some of the songs, but I know he had a. He she had, a had
1: like in the promos for this week. She had like this real different look. She, you know, she was in like. I don't even know how to describe her outfit. She it was it was not like a turban but she had like this this cloth kind of draped over her head and she looked kind of goth. It was just yeah. a real different look for Halsey.
0: Yeah, I think she's she's taking her her, her music in a whole new direction, man. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was the first song and the second song, uh, a song called Darling, she had Lindsay
1: Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac on stage with Brandon her Random playing- Lindsay Buckingham. I I did not have Lindsey Buckingham, the real Lindsey Buckingham, not Bill Hader as Lindsey Buckingham, the real Fleetwood Mac Lindsey Buckingham, popping up on SNL. I didn't I, have that on my bingo card. I did not see that coming.
0: I was like, no. oh. And it's like, um, and this song's like a lot more slower, melodic type of, you know,
1: acoustic. Yeah, kind guitar. of a ballad thing, just called "Darling." Really pretty song. I really liked it, and you know, always a treat to see Lindsey Buckingham. Absolutely. So, uh, and, yeah. And he both. actually got to play. He actually got to do his thing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Part of me kind of wished that uh what's up with like Keenan would come out in like the Jerry Curl wig and purple suit, right? Saying, "Oh man, you did good, Lindsey Buckham. All right. We had All so right. Glad had, Buckham. Go on. <laughs> so glad we had time for you. <laughs> Ooh wee. What <laughs> up with that?
1: Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, uh Halsey performances uh, thumbs up. I, I dug him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, t- check out that second song in particular, Darling. Uh, that was really nice performance. And, you know, Lindsey Buckingham. I mean, he's just great. He is. He is. Uh, next up, weekend update Colin Jost, Michael Che. Che, yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, we talked about uh, Facebook being under fire. Uh, che had a good line. He, he said, like, you know, since Facebook was down, so, uh, Instagram addicts filled their time with Twitter, TikTok, or hosting SNL, and then they put up a picture of Kim Kardashian.
0: A picture of Kim K from the monologue she just did a half hour ago.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, uh, that was cute. It's <laughs> pretty solid. Pretty damn solid. Uh, Jost, I thought he had a good line. He was. He said that uh, Columbus Day has forced mm-hmm. Indigenous People's Day to move to a worse day because you know they fall on the the same day of the calendar. Right, oof, oof, yeah. That's this uh,
0: weekend update. What though was pretty strong. That's some good ones. Like, uh, there was a one joke uh, Che had about George Floyd about how the George Floyd statue was defaced in a park in New York, mm-hmm. and uh, police are looking for the suspect and plan to serve him with a job application.
1: Yes, that's a great joke. A lot of edge to it. I uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, we had Alex Moffat returning as film critic Terry Fink. Terry Fink. Mm-hmm who sees films on LSD. Uh, he's just microdosing, though, so it's yeah. totally fine. And he can watch up to nine films at a time. And, uh,
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the first time he did this, I actually I, I got a kick out of it. I, I truly mm-hmm. enjoyed it. So when he came back as Terry Fink, I, I literally just shot my hand up in the air and was like, Hey, it's Terry! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I genuinely did that like a- uh you know I noticed this time he's he's basically like doing a Casey Kasem impression or or almost he's doing like Dana Carvey's Casey Kasem. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a very Casey Kasem type voice. You know. <laughs> um which I guess is like the type of voice of like the movie reviewers you see on the local news. Right. Um- You know, so yeah, the joke is he's seen these movies on LSD, so they always take bizarre turns. He sees the new Bond film, No Time to Die. He says, You know, I liked it until the third act when he transformed into a Catholic nun who was whipping me with my father's belt. (laughs) So specific. Uh, He also talked about the movie Paw Patrol,
0: the movie which is also out. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, Quick, someone call 9 Fun Fun. This hellish film is a skin melting nightmare. Much like this episode. Um, the SNL episode, not this podcast. episode. Yeah, exactly. exactly. This this podcast is uh just on fire. It's fantastic.
1: Um, and and he he thought that the Paw Patrol movie was directed by Charles Manson. That's right. And then he reviewed the rom-com Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage <laughs> with Meryl Streep as Venom. She's flat out awful. Yeah. Um. Uh, this was all right. Uh, this isn't a character I want to see return a whole whole lot like once a season is is fine for me i'm fine with that yeah like once if, maybe twice a season you don't want to drive this character into the ground yes yeah, you but i do like i like alex, i like alex moffitt quite a
0: bit like i, mm-hmm. I like his delivery i like the way he, he sells it you know i even like there's one point like as um colin joe says hey terry fink everybody and they're applauding and he gets one quick line in saying i don't trust the vaccine <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. That's very funny. You might miss it because, like, as he's saying it, the audience is applauding, and like him saying he doesn't trust the vaccine. I was like, "That's that's a
1: good." I like that. I like Mister Moffat. Yeah, uh, very well performed by Alex Moffat. Um, we had a, another uh, desk segment. We had Heidi Gardner popping up as life coach Kelly Party, um, who's who just all her advice boils down to that song. You know, the, the, the I love it.
0: I don't care.
1: Yeah, I love it. Uh, what is that song? I don't even know the name of that song, but uh, is it I'm assuming "I don't it's care" or "I love it." Uh, yeah, I think it's by that group of the Ting Tings. Oh, is it by the Ting Tings? I I have their first album. I like I like their first album a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. All right. Back when I was working in a, at a at Barnes and Noble, that was one of the albums that we had in rotation. So I kind of
0: oh wait, you know what? The ting ting is not the ting. I, th- I think I was thinking of that song. That's my that's not my name. That's not yeah. my name.
1: That's that's one um, of the only songs in the first album.
0: Oh okay, uh, but yeah, no, uh, I don't. It's called "I
1: Love It" by Icona Pop. Okay, well check out the ting tings, everyone. They're they're good. <laughs> they're better than Icona Pop. Yes, because um, <laughs> I only know that one song from Icona Pop. Um, yeah, at one point, uh, Kelly Party. She's she says to uh, uh, Michael Che. She says, "I want you to take all the jokes, so Colin just has none." And I was like, "That's what I want to see." <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kelly Party, we're like this. I don't care. Uh, I, I don't know. This was kind of repetitive. I didn't think too much of this character. Uh yeah. I mean,
0: I I mean, as much as I love Heidi and I love yes. how she sells it. I don't think there was enough material there to sell. Yeah. In a way. It mean, it's, was just, like,
1: it's just one joke for like three minutes, so you know, it's a lot. Yeah, I mean,
0: I know it's a riff on like life coaches and motivational speakers and whatnot, but I don't know. It seemed like they leaned very heavy on that song, I Love It, being the punchline yeah. for a lot of the jokes. Like They know the jokes aren't really there, so they just kind of do the setup and they'd be like,
1: "Yeah, I mean, I mean, of course the joke is that she doesn't. She as a life coach doesn't really have anything to say. Nothing profound or nothing interesting. It's just that thing and all that false energy. So I, I don't know. I I'd be fine if this character doesn't cut back. Uh,
0: yeah. Again, I I love Heidi. I love everything she does. Mm-hmm. I love her except uh, for this thing. This yeah, this thing. I was like, uh, I don't. This needs a except rewrite. Don't do, don't do that again. <laughs> I love everything except for this. So maybe yeah. not everything. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, like this so, one, I was like, "There's not enough meat on that bone there to really." Yeah, yeah,
1: I agreed, agreed. But uh, I, I still enjoyed Weekend Update overall because it's a long segment of the show without Kim Kardashian West in it. So God damn, John, this is, woo, the K Hive is gonna eat you alive, my friend. Again, block buddy is uh, my block button is ready when they are. Come at me, K-Hive. Yep. <laughs> Fight uh, me, cowards. Next we had the People's Court. Ooh. Only it's Court with a K cuz it's Judge Courtney Kardashian. And it's uh, uh yeah, yeah. this she's, play, I, she's playing her sister. Courtney Kardashian. And it's like, well, what if what if Courtney Kardashian but a judge? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Kill me. Yeah, yeah this uh boof. <sighs> uh is, we we so we had Kim Kardashian was playing her first, sister Courtney. We had Halsey as some other Kardashian. And, and Halsey was well, as Kendall yeah. Jenner.
0: Right. And like the few minutes Halsey was in it she was actually good she was actually better than the host there
1: i say well, i mean she did a good job when she hosted so she she had some comedic chops um yeah uh they had chris jenner
0: um you know kim's mom in there for a bit yeah uh, i think she missed her again yeah she kind of missed one of her cues at one point yeah which was uh mm, was unfortunate
1: uh not good Rick,
0: yeah, Mikey Day came on as uh, Travis Barker,
1: the drummer mm-hmm. for Blink One Eighty Two, because he, he's who dated, Courtney dated. Kardashian, I guess. I guess, yeah. Uh, um, Pete Davidson showed up as Machine Gun Kelly, uh, and then who, Chloe, and, uh, and we had Megan Fox in there too. Who was who's playing Megan Fox? It was uh, Chloe, right? Chloe Feynman? Chloe Fineman, that's right.
0: Yeah, Chris Red as Kanye. Yeah, because um, we had to get
1: his Kanye impression in there somewhere.
0: And of course, uh, Keenan comes on as OJ. Uh, hmm. <laughs> He's a murderer. Get it? It's it's funny now. It wasn't funny <sighs> when. It wasn't funny then. You know that's why we have, they had to fire Norm. But it's you
1: know it's funny now. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, he studied double murders. They're they're only funny in retrospect, really. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you look back and laugh. This was. I don't have much to say about this one. This was, this was bad. I knew it was going to be bad. It it was bad. Yeah. It was just,
0: again, not much there. Kind of one note the the jokes weren't really
1: solid. i mean, the audience. And and basically you're hanging the sketch on uh, Kim Kardashian West's acting ability. So, you know, that right there, you're in trouble. Yeah. Like, I don't, why did Kim have to play her sister, Chloe? I don't know why she, I don't get it. I don't, I think they just came up with the pun, the people's court and just went from there even though yeah. it made no sense. I, yeah, it's, it's one of the... This definitely feels like one of those sketches where
0: they came... Like you said, they came up with the pun first and then just kind of haphazardly created the sketch around that wordplay.
1: Yeah, I mean... And like, it shows. In a way, I do not envy the writer's job this week because it's like, well, you have a host who's... Who... Let's be frank. She can't do much. She can't do much of anything. She is yeah. not... A talented person. She's not a funny person. She's not, in my mind, an interesting person. So what? What the hell do you do? I maybe you put a sketch her in a
0: sketch where she's not like the lead of it, and you have your other more talented and seasoned cast members kind of work around her and you know pick up more of the slack. Maybe you do that. And and
1: they did do that at times, but yeah, they did.
0: But I, I mean, but then again, maybe they knew that the Kim K fans. Wanted to see Kim
1: K. and them just seeing and and see the other people from the family like uh, yeah
0: like oh uh, it's Chloe yay
1: yeah and it's uh what's the mom's name again Chris Chris thank you I'd already forgotten <laughs> <sighs> yeah this... I mean it's beyond me why people want to see her but okay yeah I guess that's nice for you but uh... <laughs> God wow woo salt salt anyone. I mean, at this at this point, I am just I'm hating life. <laughs> oh God! All right, dude, we're almost done. We're all, hey, hang are hanging there. We're friend. almost we're almost done. We're so close to the end.
0: Take my um, hand. We'll make it. I swear.
1: Next, next we had a pre-tape uh, from the the new comedy group that they hired in the writers' room. Uh, Please don't destroy. Um, I guess you know that they, they're they're still looking for people to fill that lonely island, uh, digital short niche. That, yeah. It's, uh, and I mean, it's been vacant that, you know, Kyle Mooney and Beck were kind of filling for a while, but now I guess we need some new people to step in. So, yeah, I mean, because
0: yeah. now Beck isn't around and
1: Kyle. Yeah. yeah, And I guess
0: plus like with the Beck and Kyle videos, it never really kind of went as viral and took off as
1: hard as, you know, the Lonely Island guys videos, Right. Yeah. They were much more hit and miss. So. Uh, so we got the, the these guys from Please Don't Destroy. Um, this was uh, called Hard Seltzer. Yes, Hard Seltzer. SML, uh, writing Night there. And, uh, you know, my main reaction at the beginning was like, well, who are these people? Because this is literally <laughs> the first time we've seen any of these people on SNL. And it's kind of weird to see a sketch, even a pre-taped sketch with three completely new people on the show, you know?
0: Uh yeah, um, these three guys are uh, Ben Marshall, John Higgins, and Martin Hurleyhe. You know, mm-hmm. a Steve Higgins boy, and and the Tim Hurleyhe boy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's a basic, a simple premise. It's the three of them. You know, they're of course they're writers on SNL. They're doing a late night write session, and um, one of them gets a hard seltzer drink from uh from out the fridge, and the other one says, "Who? Wait, what? What seltzer is that? What is that? Uh, it's like, oh yeah, it's a JC Penny hard seltzer."
1: Right, because he says uh, since White Claw blew up, everybody's doing them, and uh, the J.C. Penny Hard Seltzer is a men's jacket flavor, right? Because J.C. Penny just makes clothing, right? And uh, I mean that is a thing. Like Hard Seltzer, ha- you know,
0: ever since White Claw took off, there is like a ton of hard seltzers uh, out mm-hmm. there. You know, like uh, like Bud Light makes hard seltzer, Corona makes hard seltzer, and like, <laughs> I did is- not know that. That's no, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's out there. So like this is that a play on that like. Them having a uh, JC JCPenney hard seltzer, the other guy comes in, I think it's Ben, having a six-pack of Jiffy Lube hard seltzer. Right. And, and then it's the other guy just kind of freaking out. It's like, What's the, what's with all this hard seltzer? And the other guy's like, Hey, relax, man. It's just hard seltzer, whatever. Don't put too much thought into it. And um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. It's like that him
1: yeah.
0: freaking and out the, over. The what, one of
1: them drinks the JC Penny hard seltzer. He he comes up with a belt buckle and a seltzer because you know, JC Penny, they make clothing. Ha ha. Yeah, and I think at one point uh,
0: the guy says like, well, does like, everybody make a hard seltzer now? Is there hard seltzer everywhere? Is there hard seltzer in my desk? And the other guy's like, hey, I don't know, go check it out. He opens his desk drawer. Sure enough, there's a desk hard seltzer in his desk.
1: Yes. And um, he drinks and, it. And I know. also like the random attacks on there. They are like, you know, hey, not everybody has to like everything. We don't like your girlfriend. <laughs> and he's like, hey.
0: We don't get all bent out of shape about it. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. But yeah, and like you said, everybody makes hard seltzer, like uh, Jiffy Lube, Verizon, Exxon, uh, Dr. Riccardi, my dentist, he has his own brand of yeah. hard seltzer.
1: Uh, this, is, it, this is just a quick thing, it's like, you know, two minutes, very absurdist, uh, I, I enjoyed it, didn't overstate. its welcome, I, I would say definitely sketch of the night.
0: Yeah, I would say that too, and of yeah. course it, it ends with a voiceover saying, desk hard seltzer, it's in the desk.
1: Yeah. And uh, so, uh, I also
0: I also like the uh, the shout out. If you noticed, there was a poster of uh, of Grouch on hanging on the wall from the, of uh, what episode from that uh, from the David, David Harbor the... episode? Yes, from the David Harbor episode. Oh, that's cool. I missed that. I will have yeah. to uh, go back and take a look at that. Check it out. You'll see uh, like a movie poster for the movie Grouch from the uh, David Harbor
1: episode. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more from uh, Please Don't Destroy. I don't have I haven't really looked up their stuff online so. Uh yeah, but I'll, I'll I'll check them out and I want to get more of a feel for them and get to know them more as people and performers. I I think I would have liked it if we could have been introduced to them somehow on like a weekend update segment. Cause like with the Lonely Island stuff, like we didn't know the other two guys because they were writers, but we at least knew Andy Samberg because he was in the cast. It's a little weird here because it's like it's three writers who aren't in the cast. So yeah, I can see you that. know watching I... it at first, I was just like, well, who are these people? Why am I? watching them be pe- these people
0: right now that's true i mean actually i from what i remember like the first time like i remember us being introduced to the other two guys in lonely I- lonely island was the uh jizz in my pants video because like i remember seeing andy mm-hmm. in it and then but then they showed like akiva behind the turntables and then they showed yorma who was the other rapper in the video and i was like well who are these two guys and then like you know as time went on i was like oh okay this is the other two guys in this sketch comedy group Andy Samberg was in. These are his his buddies. So yeah, but yeah, but them sort of introducing all of these three guys just out of nowhere,
1: it was a little jarring.
0: But you know, once I kind of got the rhythm of it, I was like, all right, yeah,
1: and see. and we'll get to know them in the coming weeks. I I'm sure you know, especially if if they pop up on a regular basis, which would be nice, and then we can yeah. get the feel for them. Absolutely. Uh, so last sketch of the night we had Skims commercial. Uh, uh, this, yeah, this was uh Kim Kardashian. She's uh pitching Skims Shapewear for Thick Dogs. And apparently I didn't realize until like I went on Twitter, Skims is like a real product that she endorses or makes or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's like sort of um like a like spanks. Like right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's spanks. Let's just say it's it's basically spanks, yeah. but you can't call it Spanx. So since she's Kim. It's uh, Skims. Oh, it's like a pun. I'm assuming that's it. Like I, I mean, it could there could be more to the name, but something tells me there's not.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's like it's Kim Kardashian West. So I'm assuming there's there's less than meets the eye. Woo! Um, So yeah, it's (laughs) here for thick dogs. Um, you know, I gen I generally don't like sketches where the hosts play themselves because it's just it's very lazy. It's not terribly interesting. So, you know, they're not going against their established persona or anything. Uh, at least we have some cute bulldogs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So basically I do, I did get a kick out of how Kim introduced herself in a sketch saying, hi, I'm Kim Kardashian, mother, millionaire, law student and billionaire. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and that's basically, it's, um, it's, a uh, you know, shapely body wear for dogs and they bring out right. like some like bulldogs and a uh, French bulldogs in a, uh, yeah, in body skin type suits.
1: Yeah. Um I'm just gonna say it, it should be against the law to do an SNL sketch with dogs and not have Cecily Strong in it. Uh fair enough. SNL that, you're on. That you're is on. just wrong. You have you have Cecily Strong in the building, you have dogs in the building, you are obligated to put those together. Here
0: here uh, SNL, you're on notice for not having this happen. This is your first strike, my friend. And
1: and again, if you want to rebrand SNL as just Cecily Strong plays with dogs for an hour and a half, I would be there for it. I would still tune into that show every single week.
0: Damn straight. I'm just, I'm just saying like at the very least you could put it up on Instagram stories or something.
1: I mean, it's yeah, it's look SNL. You do a sketch with jo- with dogs, Cecily Strong's in the cast. You put Cecily in the dog sketches. I mean, it's not even a, it's not even a question. It's, that's just science. That's just science? <laughs> it's it's a formula, but a bloody works. <laughs> science! <sighs> so, I, I mean, that's that's about all I have to say about that. You know, it's just... You, you do a dog sketch, and you don't put Cecilie Strong in it. What the hell are you even doing with your life?
0: Yeah, are you even doing Not, not with that
1: sketch, with your life.
0: <laughs> are you even doing a show at that point? No. You are not. So. Um... And uh, that's the episode, guys. Uh, it yeah. ends mercifully. We, we, you know, we land this plane,
1: and, and uh, uh, they did have one cut for time sketch that's up on YouTube called yes. uh, uh, Costco, "Costco
0: Meeting. Costco Meeting." Uh, yeah. So basically, I watched this. I kind of turned it off.
1: <laughs> I, I watched story. this. I watched the entire thing. Um, oh, you did? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, Sarah Sherman. She's pitching. Uh, youth oriented new approach to like Costco chairman Kyle Mooney and they bring in a pop group Glitter Revolution which is uh, Bowen 80 and uh, Kim Kardashian West and they're singing jingles about Costco you know Costco is such a vibe and yada 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 Yas uh,
0: Queen we stan yeah. Costco Signature Kirkland yeah
1: and uh mm. He, at one point he offers them a five million dollar ten year contract if they bash the rivals, they do that and then he offers them a twenty five million dollar deal instead. Uh, you know, uh, uh, this is awful. I see why they cut it. I wish they'd cut more things from the show.
0: Yeah, this. Um, hmm. It. Yeah, it just wasn't.
1: This was bad. I. I'm not gonna say I knew it was gonna be bad. I feared it was gonna be bad, and yeah, this this lived down to my worst fears. Yes. <laughs> it it and got the, worse as it went along. It was not good. I do not want to see them repeat this. It's uh I'm I'm gonna have to go full Zoidberg. Go for it. That well, was bad and you should feel bad.
0: Hey, there it is. And uh, that's the episode, guys. Yeah, it um
1: it was uh it was definitely it, there. It was the a thing it? that happened. Uh, it was a thing yeah. that took up Ninety minutes of airtime, and and at the end of the day, isn't that what you really want out of a late night comedy show? Absolutely.
0: Uh, oh, we should also mention maybe some of the writers that worked on what episodes too. Like I, I was kind of looking through uh, Reddit to see who wrote what. Um,
1: well, I mean, I don't want to call anybody out because like we didn't like uh, okay. most of these. I mean, if, yeah. I'm... If there, uh, if there's a sketch we we particularly liked or we thought worked well, yeah, let's let's give credit where it's due. But yeah, I don't want to dump uh, on anybody. Yeah, I guess you're right. All right. Oh, the, we have. Yeah,
0: that's true. I mean, the "Please Don't Destroy" that was written by the that was written by the guys. Uh, "Please Don't Destroy." Mm-hmm. There's that.
1: Okay. Uh, that, yeah. That was. cool. I like that. Definitely sketch of the night.
0: I was sketching the night. Um, I'm trying to see. Uh, lotto. The night song was okay.
1: That was that was right. all right. I, I thought the uh, the Facebook hearings cold open was was okay.
0: Yeah, I think I feel like there was something there in the lotto drawing. It just need to be a little bit more focused.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And and uh, Terry Fink. He he always gets a chuckle out of me. And of course, weekend update's always strong. Yeah. Everything else
1: was. Who who wrote the Terry Fink
0: uh, sketch? Uh, I'm not seeing it here. I okay. Oh wait, no. Uh, Alex Moffitt and uh, Will Stephen.
1: Okay. Well, kudos to them.
0: There you go. Hey. Yay. Hey.
1: And you know, for everybody else, uh, you know, you'll get them next week. Better luck next time. We're um... rooting for you, slugger. Yeah. Um, um, hey, wait. Well. Um, so. Yeah. Overall,
0: not a strong episode. Not good. Uh, not good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I. But I, what, I, I w- you, what can you do? You pick yeah. a bad host. Yeah, that's true. I was hoping maybe Kim Kardashian had like some comedic chops that maybe I didn't know about. Yeah. And no, as as it turns out, she had all the comedic chops I totally knew about. It was just yeah. she she just doesn't. I don't know. She like, whenever she talks, there's nothing. There's There's no there. there. Yeah.
1: There's no, it's just such a waste. It's just, you know, especially when I think about all the, all the talented people out there who haven't hosted Saturday Night Live and could do a great job of it. Like, like John Cena, who I brought up earlier, like, I'd love to see Terry Cruz host. I'd love to see Rachel Bloom host. I mean, I'd love to see Patton Oswalt host. Ooh, that would be good. You know, like all, all those people would just knock it out of the park. and Yeah, but I mean, unfortunately,
0: those people, I don't know if they bring in the ratings. And I think that's yeah, I a mean, bigger concern, I too. mean, Terry
1: Crews is popular. Patton oswalt has got a lot of social media following. But yeah, Rachel Bloom would would rock. Rachel actually, Bloom yeah. would kill it. I mean, she would be amazing. I, she just needs like a, a good high profile project for people to you know, really discover how amazing she is. I mean, yeah. the people who know, know, though. Yeah,
0: I think we're not too far away from having Katherine Hahn host, because, like, I think she would rock it, too. And, like, and now she's She kinda...
1: is, I mean, she's having a year with the the WandaVision. Everybody kind of finally woke up to how great she is, and she's going to get an Agatha Harkness spinoff. So, yeah, yeah uh, she'd be wonderful as a yeah. host.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, it's just with the Kim Kardashian... I mean, unless you're... Already a Kim Kardashian fan, and you think she's amazing, and everything she does is amazing. Like, you're already going to be biased and thinking this episode was amazing. But if you're somebody who's a little bit more critical, like us, you're like, yeah, she doesn't, there's, there's nothing there. She kind of delivers her line very one note. She kind yeah. of doesn't have any, you know, sparkle or anything. She just kind of says her lines, kind of has that blank stare. And then that's, that's, yeah. It. I mean,
1: so that, honestly, this whole thing just seemed like a waste to me. Um, uh, which, which t- is, it's too bad. Yeah, all right. Uh, let's go to our tweet. Let's go to our Twitter. Man, yeah, let's, let's, people... let's do it. Let's see what the people had to say about this.
0: Uh, our good friend Mikey with two E's mm-hmm. saying, "Well, it was better than I was expecting. I guess that's as good as it gets." Shoulder shrug. Cold open was okay. Didn't know half the cameos from whatever that sketch was. Uh, weekend weekend <laughs> update: not as strong as last week. Glad Pete. Glad, please don't destroy. Got on. Most disappointing were the dog sketch without Cecily. And
1: we agree, Mikey. Yeah, we agree. Uh, Mikey and I uh, were like mind melted this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing, I, I mean, I wouldn't say it was better than I was expecting, but um, yeah. Uh, Vax Novier uh, says, You know, it's a bad show, and the cold open is one of the highlights. Ouch. Uh, Kim's monologue was horrendous, and the rest of the night was even worse. I, I thought her monologue was okay. I, I will give the devil her due and and say that um, I I do give her a lot of credit for making jokes. Like there, there seemed to be nothing off limits in the monologue. So I'll give her credit for that. Uh, The premise for the bachelor sketch was literally cameos and the people's court was just embarrassing. I was hoping the show would be slightly better than everyone was expecting, but outside of the Halsey performances, all of weekend update and the PDD film, Oh, the police don't destroy film. This met those low expectations.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. The People's Court was just... Whew, that was like almost Elon Musk bad.
1: That was just like... Yeah, are, that was that was like Elon Musk is Mario bad. I was like, what are we doing here, man? Yeah, that's like... I mean, that's like just me questioning my life. Yeah. Uh,
0: we got a tweet from uh, Telehell saying I quote the guy who was in the audience when he saw Captain Beefheart perform in the Malcolm McDowell McDowell episode shit that is all
1: <laughs> and uh bravo uh <laughs> which is just B R A V underscore ho h o uh says I think she knew people would expect her to make jokes about her family and herself or they wouldn't be happy with the episode
0: um uh, uh,
1: yeah yeah, I, I think you gotta do at least a little of that. Yeah, I think
0: like I think she kind of knows people, you know, just don't like her just because she's her, and you know, I I, I get that, that that is unfortunate. So like I think the her kind of doing all those zingers, all those like, roast jokes about her family and
1: you know her her life yeah, kind of I mean, maybe you, ingratiated. You have to do at least things. some of that because you, you you always when you're hosting SNL you always want to look like you're in on the joke. Or that right. you can make fun of yourself. or
0: Yeah. So yeah. she
1: tried to do that.
0: Yeah. And of course, you also had a bunch of jokes about how hot she is and how attractive. Like, they kind of do this a lot whenever they have a very attractive or somebody who's known for being attractive and known for their looks hosts uh-huh. SNL. They just like kind of lean into all these jokes about, oh, my gosh, she's hot. She's so hot. She's... Like, they did it with, like, when J-Lo hosted and Gal yeah. Gadot and um, probably Margot Robbie, too. Just like, right. You know, oh, she's super hot, she's so hot type of jokes. So there was some of that in there, too.
1: Right, right. Um, And then let's see, lastly, uh, from Trumbull Comic, he says, is it too late for us to pivot to a Mad TV podcast? Uh, Uh, I I don't know. I I, I think Trumbull Comic makes some good points. I don't know. It sounds like a nut job to me. Uh, Well, I'm not saying that. Um, (laughs) I I mean, both things can be true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they sure can, John. They sure can. Whoa. And uh, yeah, that's our episode, guys. Uh, this one, uh, not our, not our favorite. I think a lot of the stuff on this is going to be pretty forgettable. And yeah. uh, hope, hopefully, they bounce back with uh, next week episode.
1: Yeah, uh, next week we got uh, Rami Malek, who of course is playing uh, the villain in the new James Bond film, No Time to Die. And our musical guest is uh, Young Thug. Yes, apparently he's a rap artist. Yes. How about that?
0: Uh, have yes. you seen No Time to Die yet? Because I know you're you're a huge. James I was
1: Bond. I was gonna see it, and no, I I haven't made it to No Time to Die yet. I'm I'll, I'll, I'm probably gonna go sometime this next week, and it's it's weird that I haven't seen it yet because I was like eagerly awaiting it, but no, hasn't okay. happened yet. What about you? Um, maybe. I mean,
0: I enjoy uh, James Bond's film, but I'm like a die hard. Fan of it, I think the next film I'm going to see in the theaters maybe like the next Marvel film, and definitely like the next uh, Ghostbusters film. Yeah, But uh, I don't know. Yeah. But no, as far as no time to guide, no time to die goes, uh, maybe I might see it. In the I, I, no I time know. to die, I'm,
1: I'm definitely going to go out in the theater just because I've been Wayne for it for so long. It's been it's been eighteen months for crying out loud since <laughs> like last March. That's like to come out. yeah, like the last like this
0: movie was supposed to come out back in the olden times when we could. Talk to each other face to
1: face without masks. Yeah, like like Daniel Craig, he hosted the show to promote the movie when the movie was going to be released last year, and it's just insane that it's been so long that we we can now have somebody else from the movie come on. And (laughs) yeah, so yeah, so yeah, maybe we'll see a a Bond parody uh, this week. That might be fun. It's been long enough that it that seems fresh again.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to Rami Malik hosting. I mean, he's basically known for, you know, dramas and his dramatic acting chops and being a really good dramatic actor. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I mean, as we said it before, a lot of times dramatic actors surprisingly have good comedic instincts and have some good
1: chops. Yeah. yeah, so, so I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. And uh, Young Thug, don't know at all. I just know he's a rapper. I don't think you're really familiar with him either. Is that right? No, I'm um, I'm an old man. I don't know anything past uh, 1998.
0: So, right. I'm yeah, you know, yeah. Unless it's uh, I don't know, Heavy D and the Boys, I, I'm I'm not aware of it. So we're, sure. I'm looking forward to Mr. Young Thug and seeing what he could do with his his rapping rapping skills.
1: That's right. Okay. All right. So you know this was. This was like, uh, you know, the medicine that we had to eat before we can get to the dessert. Because we got we got Rami Malek next week. And then we got Jason Sudeikis after that. That's going to be great. That's going to be fun. Looking forward to that. That's right. We, we've eaten our meat. Now we can have our pudding. Exactly. And, uh, and how can you expect to have your pudding if you don't eat your meat? If you don't,
0: stand still, Laddie.
1: So. We don't need no education.
0: Yeah, can you believe I don't know who Young Thug is? Yes. <laughs> Very easily. <laughs> Teacher! Leave those
1: <laughs> kids alone. All right. So um yeah, please uh, uh check us out on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh you can find me at Trumbull Comic.
0: You can find me at Dare that's D A R A Incredible, Twitter and Instagram. And as always, you can follow us on the Twitter at SNL Nerds Show.
1: Yes, and uh yeah, please give us a follow there, even if you've uh followed us before. Uh, we lost our followers recently, so we're trying to build that back up. So, yeah, give us a follow at SNL Nerd Show.
0: Yeah, and we'll follow you back, just as long as you're not, you know, some weirdo or, you know, some spam or something like that. Oh, is that the promise we're making? Okay, yeah, I... we will follow you back. <laughs> yeah, as long as long as you're not some weirdo or uh, some spam or just somebody trying to drain money out of our uh, our hefty bank accounts, we will not follow you back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So,
1: okay. okay, well, we'll see you next week with uh, Rami Malik and Young Thug. Uh, but until then, nerds, nerds out. out! This has been a non-productive media presentation.